the more you are genuinely interested in other people and how you can help them, the more successful I think you're going to be. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've got to make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that, because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. Hi, friend. Does the idea of posting photos of yourself on social media stress you out to the max? I feel ya. That used to totally be me. As a photographer, I was always used to being behind the camera. But I've come up with some really creative ways for you to ease into the idea of being in front of the camera. You can grab my top 10 portrait ideas, even if you're camera shy, at DeannaSeymour.com backslash camera shy. So you can start sneaking a little more of you into your feed. I want to read another review on today's episode. This one is from Kenley Sun, and it says, and I quote, I love Deanna's energy and enthusiasm, and these topics are so relatable and helpful too, end quote. (laughs) I can't tell y'all how much these reviews mean to me. I mean, I kind of stock my platforms and read them. I'm new, and I just really need that positive feedback so I know that y'all are picking up what I'm putting down. So anyways, I'm pretty candid about, you know, how hard it is to put yourself out there. And when people leave me reviews, it just makes me feel like maybe I'm on the right track. So thanks again for all the awesome reviews. And don't forget, if you write a review, I just might be talking about you on my next episode. Oh, and I decided I'm just going to send everybody a pin in the mail who does a review. But I do have to figure out all the logistics on that. So stay tuned. But you can always do your review and just like message me a screenshot? Is that weird? I don't know. I'm talking out loud. Let me get myself together. But if you do a review, please let me know because I want to go read it and maybe share it and definitely send you a pin. All right, let's do the episode. Being an entrepreneur can be super lonely sometimes, right? I mean, being a stay-at-home mom can be lonely. Living through a pandemic can be lonely. Life can get lonely. You got to surround yourself with a community that loves and supports you and that you can love and support so that you don't lose your freaking mind. Well, lucky for you, today I'm drinking with, I mean, talking with, (laughs) Emily Aborn. She's a marketing professional and owner of She Built This, an entrepreneurship organization that helps women with resources and education to build and live the life of their dreams. Pretty powerful stuff. So she's a total pro at bringing people together for a common goal and making it really fun. So we're talking today all about how you can find your community. Right now, the emphasis is basically finding community online, but hopefully one day things will be back to quote unquote normal and we can hang out with people face to face again. But let's not forget that there's tons of power in being able to connect with people on the internet. You can really foster some great relationships online. You know me, I get a little freaked out by social media, but I'm really starting to embrace it and... I think if you do embrace it, then you can really maybe find your business bestie out there. All right, let's get started. Emily, thanks for coming today to the podcast. I still don't really know how to say welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you did a great job. And thank you so much for having me. I'm like (laughs) ecstatic to be here at this wonderful party of imperfectionism. 
Okay, good. I am always like, thanks for coming. And then I'm like, you're not, you're not in my house. You're, you're, you're far away. I don't know. I just said that. Oh. So, and then I get weird. So here we are. Just yeah, weird totally weird. No, just kidding. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> That's okay. I'm a weirdo too. And I say we should embrace our inner weird because it's like what makes us us, you know? Yeah. What else are you going to do? It's right. going to be a sad life if you it's don't. It's going to be a sad it. life if you don't embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how are you doing? How how I'm like, how's the weather at your house? It's pouring down rain here. So I guess I had weather on the brain. But so honestly, in New Hampshire, it's absolutely been like a like a lovely five days. And I feel like oh. we have summer again. And I'm super excited. Um, I'm doing amazing. I stack all of my calls and appointments on Wednesdays. And so you're getting like the end of the, you're getting like the momentum that's been building up all day, end of yes. the day. It's it's amazing. The grand finale. Yes, Woo-hoo. the grand finale. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love that. We were talking about how we say we love that before we came on here. So I already said it. That's one. I feel like this could be a drinking game for this episode. I'm definitely going to start keeping track. <laughs> one shot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So you are here today. You are also a fellow podcaster. Maybe that's why I have a little bit of a little nervous energy here just talking to a fellow podcaster. Um, but you have a podcast called She Built This, which, well, here we go. Another drink. I love that name is what I was going to say, but Thank I got a little you. hesitant there, but I really <laughs> do love it or I wouldn't say it. Um, tell me more about your podcast and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, the She Built This podcast, what I do very similar to you is I really like work to empower women in business and um, I guess just people, you know, not just in business, but just wanting to grow and improve in their entire lives. Sometimes I do interviews. Sometimes I do solo casts. Sometimes I just get wacky and weird and like kick back and have fun. So um, perfect. yeah, and it's been just an absolute fun adventure. I started it in July of uh, 2019. Okay, cool. So how many episodes is that? Like how? how I think today was 63 or 60. I honestly don't know. Like, you know what? I've just recently started listening to a whole bunch of podcasters like uh, spray around confetti when they hit a certain number. And I'm like, shoot, I didn't do that. Yeah, you got to celebrate. Yeah, I'm a bad. Actually, you're going to be my double digit. You're my 10th. Oh, my God. Yeah, thinking about that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, 10 already. So, yeah. Well, good job. It's it's fun once you start getting them up and ro- running. And yours are fantastic. I like I told you, I binge listened to them, and I listen now. I'm subscribed, so uh, now you are stuck with me. Yes. Um. Well, I was gonna also say that the reason I love the podcast, the reason I started the podcast, was to actually speak to other humans because I feel like this sort of segues right into what we're talking about today. But it's so nice to talk to a person. Right? I totally agree with you. Um, You know, mine used to be in person and that was even more like va-va-voom. But now that I'm doing them all virtually, I I love it. I just love being able to connect with people and hear their stories and be inspired by what they have to say. It's why why we do what we do. Free coaching. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Having people on, I'm like, huh, money mindset. Do you want to come on the podcast? Cool. Let me ask all these questions so I can get some free insider tips. But yeah, just talking to another human, I feel like I'm always behind my computer trying to schedule my Instagram posts, trying to make sure I engage on social media. And it's all so 
behind the screen that I just, I'm kind of, uh, I mean, I don't want to say, I guess I was about to say social butterfly. That sounds so lame, but I enjoy speaking to people in real life. And now that I'm working from home, I don't get to do that. And it's just, I mean, I guess I get to talk to Matt and Ruby and Jack, but all day, every day, just kidding. (laughs) Well, I I hope we, I hope we get into that a little more because I'm really (laughs) a big, big fan of like net, virtual networking and connecting with other human beings while we are sitting behind our screens. So yes. All right. So that's kind of what you're here today to talk about, right? We're going to talk about how to find your community. I mean, obviously, right now, there's a weird global pandemic happening that makes it a little hard, harder, but you can still do it. But just in general, like how to find how to find your people. So how do you how do you define community like I guess in business or in life anywhere like what how do you define the word community well so I looked up the definition um (laughs) so now now I cheated (laughs) but I would define community as you know a group of people that is like-minded in either their goals or just some commonality that brings them together and You know, if you want to take it a step further, I think it's people that are willing to support one another and encourage one another and give each other resources. And it's so much like, um, you know, the phrase community over competition. I think that is like the real heart of it, like working together rather than trying to like step over each other to get to to whatever the goal is In, in most, you know, in the business world, maybe the goal is success. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot. It's it's hard to do that sometimes I think in business you get a little nervous maybe you have a little bit of a scarcity mindset and you get like a little nervous like I can't I shouldn't work with that person because they're the same they're like doing kind of the same thing as me but like based on the definition you just read which was thoroughly researched and completely accurate like they should be they should be similar to you so common goals like common stuff so you can help each other for real for real but it gets scary if you like start thinking about it in terms of like, there's not enough to go around. Yeah. So I think one way to combat that, you know, it happened to me just yesterday. I really love blogging and I really love helping like business owners pull out blogs that are just sitting there waiting for them to write. Mm-hmm. And um, someone asked me, oh, do you mind if I share this in the group? I'm coming up with this course to help business owners with blogging. And I was like, yeah, that's my service. (laughs) But you know what? I stopped myself and I was like, okay, this person is not working with my, you know, we all reach a different person and a different clientele. So like we kind of have to ditch the scarcity mindset thing because there's someone for everyone, but not everyone is for someone, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Or yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what I, know I just what said mean. there, but it that was, <laughs> was a truth like, bomb. <laughs> Write that down. I totally get it. Um, that's gonna be your um sound clip. Hook. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, I know exactly what you mean. It's like you could teach the same exact course as someone else, but it's gonna just resonate different. You have different experiences. You have different style, and it's. You know, I feel like in college, people be like, oh, I hate that professor. That guy sucks. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I loved him. Same. Yeah. And it's like when you and I met and I told you that somebody was talking about very similar things to you and I just didn't jive with her as well, you know, and I met you and I was like, oh, my God, I love this person. So, yeah, you were like, wait, it can be cool. I found my people. Exactly. So, yeah. So and then 
that's what I was going to ask you next is like, how do we find these people? And especially, I mean, right now in this weird world where we're all stuck at our homes, how do we find the community that feels like a good fit for us? Yeah. So I'm going to give you two answers for this. Um, okay. Though I want to tell you first how I started She Built This and I'll just give you a real fast forwarded approach. But I had a retail store and um, my husband and I owned it together and I worked at the retail store like five days a week all by myself. And I was abysmally depressed like I was so lonely and I had no one that was doing what I was doing and like no one got it so my I had a mentor at the time and she sat me down and she's like all right you need to get out there and take the coffee dates and go to the networking events and like pretend that you are a baby brand new business and just get out there and it was like Mm -hmm. the best advice that anyone had ever given me because I was like oh that's a novel thought so I think my first answer is to get out there and take the coffee dates and take the phone dates and meet people, you know, and start getting a feel of who those people are that you do jive with and you will find those people. Um, But the second thing is if, if the community doesn't exist, and this is also how I started She Built This, you can be the one that creates it. You know, like if you're not feeling like your people are anywhere, bring them all together and create that community. So those are two very different answers. I hope that answered your question. But on a more on a more like tangible level, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunities for virtual coffee dates, virtual happy hours, virtual events, virtual networking. And just because we're in a pandemic. I mean, my the networking piece of my business has taken off more than ever before. And and that's crazy to say, but yeah. like I've grown the community more than ever before during this time. And I think it's just because people are so craving connection and community that and we know we have to make do with virtual. Um yeah. so that's that's kind of my roundabout answer to that question. <laughs> no, I love that. I love uh drink. I just oh, thought I love yep, it. yep. We got number three here. Kelly <laughs> Mark, Kelly Mark. Uh, no, I like, I like, no, I love it. I love the idea of making your own community. Um, when you're not really finding what you want, you just make it. I feel like that's kind of how I'm treating my little Facebook group, my little imperfect party on Facebook. But it's funny because I'm very impatient and I feel like I have these like grand dreams of what my community will be. But, you know, you got to start somewhere and it's like, just a few people but you have to remember that they're your first people so they're like the ogs they're the the ogs so can i can i just encourage you in that and anyone listening you know when i started she built this um i started in 2018 and it was actually a facebook group that we started after an event that we had run And so we just invited people from that event to be part of the group. And we were like, oh, what New Hampshire business owners can we think of to invite, you know? And we started the group with like 118 people, I think. And I called it Chicks That Mean Business. Like it was a terrible name. (laughs) Don't say you love it because it's a terrible name. Um, And now- I didn't. That's how you know it's genuine when I I do say I love something. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But now it has over 1,200 women in it. And that's, you know, in a- pretty short amount of time and they're all like very very engaged so I would say start where you are and don't be like oh my god I wish I had this many people or this many and don't force it because people can always always tell when you're forcing it Mm -hmm. yeah when you're being 
I, I feel like I had a business mentor that called that you're be, you're being stinky, like you're a little desperate. It's like people are like, oh, yeah, no thanks, weird. You're being a little weird. Yeah, yeah, a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. Cool. Well, I think that. Um, do you have? I mean, I, I don't know what I was talking about. Sometimes I do that at home, and I'm like, actually, and then I'm like, I have. That's not how I wanted to start that sentence at all. So we're just gonna blah, just blah, blah, just blame like t- 2020 brain. That's what I started <laughs> doing. I'm like, it's 2020 brain. I can't yes. think. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask too. How do you, if you have any tips about um, engaging, like how do you engage in a group without being weird and stinky, but when it's especially when it's smaller do you have any tips for how to sort of handle that like do you think it should be like the planner in me wants to be like monday is this and tuesday's this and when i mean like i don't okay i don't really know what i'm doing to be honest so i don't i'm not as good in my group as i should be but now after we're talking about this community i'm like that is what i'm doing i'm building a community i need to like get in there i need to like engage and Make it happen. So what should I do? Help me make a game plan. Okay. So I have a, I have so many ideas for you. But um, okay. so first and foremost, like if you say you're, say you're running a community, okay, um, I think it's really important to know what you want that outcome of the group to be. Like what do you want people to feel? What do you want them to gain from the group? And sort of like reverse engineering what you're focusing on from that point of view. I love the idea that your Facebook group, it's kind of like your own backyard party. And Mm -hmm. so you set the tone for the party. You're the host. You tell people where the bathrooms are, aka what the rules are, um, (laughs) you know, what kind of drinks they're bringing, who's bringing what, like you are the host of this party. So you get to set the tone. Like I like in my group too, kind of like this, um, it's like a coffee shop. Like it's real like fast in and out, buzzy, buzzy, buzzy. But then we have a VIP group that's a little more like swanky, you know, and you sit back and you're like, all right, now I can chill a little bit. Like I'm not just running in, running out. Um, I would say for members of a group and for you set like be really consistent in how you engage in the group. I personally block out two times during my day, morning and afternoon, to be really intentional about my comments. Like it's not just, I love that, which I will do all day, (laughs) but it's really like intentional comments and like giving people thoughtful feedback and thoughtful comments. Um, So I guess those are my tips for engaging in Facebook groups. And one little like insider pro tip for People joining Facebook groups, they, you know, I often get asked the question, should I join as my business page or as my personal page? And I think what I've decided is that it's important to join as your personal page because automatically, you know, and and you can agree or disagree with this, but automatically when you see someone join as their business page, then you're like, oh, they're just trying to sell me, you know, XYZ or it's basically like a walking advertisement and it can feel Mm -hmm. kind of icky. So I usually tell my members, I usually don't admit people that try to join as their page. I didn't. didn't, I mean, I have a tiny group, so it's only been one person, but I didn't admit them. But I messaged them and was like, hey, if you want to join as you, go ahead. But yeah. Same. Because no one wants to feel. I agree. I agree completely. No one wants to feel like they're sold to. Um, and I think the other thing, and I think you have this, like you, I, just from talking to you and hearing from you, um, it's just a real genuine curiosity in like wanting to get to know your members, wanting to get to know other people and wanting to see other people succeed and be a resource for them. And that goes for all of us, whether we're 
running a group, in a group, like the more you are genuinely interested in other people and how you can help them, the more successful I think you're going to be. Yeah. Can that be my I sound clip? Figure out, yeah, those are really good. That's good. I have to figure out how to do it. Like, as you're talking, I'm like, maybe I should go live more. I don't know. But then I, I don't know. I just struggle. Like, I just want to talk to like, I feel like I'm an old soul. And I'm like, can we just have an actual like when you were describing the barbecue? I'm like, yes, let's have a real party. Okay, so here's more. So I have heard that going live in your Facebook group more often as the leader is good for if you need to establish yourself as the definite leader. Um, okay. So that's a definitely a tool if alpha you know dog. alpha dog em. <laughs> yes yes exactly I'll show you who's boss um but so I'll let you in on a little tip and I want to teach people how to run these eventually so this is like you're you're like on the ground floor of this but um oh, I, I started it oh god okay we're up to four <laughs> I'm gonna be wasted by the end of this podcast um I started at the beginning of this pandemic we used to meet in person and do like workshops and stuff and I called them peer groups. And um, when this all started, I said, you know, we're going to go to virtual and we probably won't have workshops, but let's do like um, a biweekly accountability and like just talk about what people are struggling with and group think those things, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And since then, so I've I now have three peer groups and they meet every other week. And basically, it's just like a group of like five to ten, depending on the group um women that get in there and they talk about things that they're struggling with and we all just kind of like pour into the person that's talking and then people share what they want to be held accountable for and it is amazing like there's tears pretty much every time um good good tears and bad tears um but it's really I've seen people in that group just take off and it's simply from having that community around them that surrounds them and is like you can do this and we'll see you in two weeks when you've done it yeah that's so funny because I had see I I feel like I need to connect all these dots but I did like a little accountability group um I don't know a few months ago Like I was like, maybe this is what I'm, maybe this is how I'm going to coach people. Like I'm going to do these small little groups. So it was like totally separate from my group. But I feel like we met every Monday evening for like four weeks and the same thing. Like, what are you struggling with? What are you going to do? And then check in in the group. But now I'm like, duh, that was really awesome. Like, I don't know that that's, I mean, I might bring it back to my business, but I don't, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I really all those girls like we still talk and we're like, oh, we need to do it again. We need to like we're not doing the official ones, but we should do it again. So I just need to like start connecting the dots and being like, oh, this is something I enjoy instead of like, what do people do in Facebook groups? Let me Google that. Let me figure out what I'm supposed to be doing instead of just doing what I like doing. Agreed. Agreed. Good and job reminding me of that. You're That's welcome. a great idea. And the other thing I started doing at the beginning of this was um, just like virtual happy hours, which yeah. so that wasn't fun for me. And that's why I stopped um, it, because I don't really I don't love Zoom. And so mm-hmm. I think at the end of a week, It was like Friday. I did them Friday at like five. And at the end of the week, I was just like, okay, I actually want to have happy hour and not be sitting on Zoom at this time. (laughs) So I sort of stopped those. Um, But those were great too. And I think everybody really had fun. We had no agenda. We all just like met on Zoom. And, you know, the unfortunate thing was somebody expects somebody to be the leader. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to lead this. I just want to sit here and have wine with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I um, just want to drink wine. Yeah. But that was another great idea. 
Yeah, that's fun too. I mean, I like drinking. That's why when you first said happy hour, I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is like a random question that I want to ask you before I forget. When you're on a Zoom, and I should maybe kind of know this because I'm also, I think I've told you this, but I'm also an elementary art teacher right now. So I'm virtually teaching K through five during the day. And so the idea, honestly, like we try to have art teacher happy hours and I'm kind of with you on that. Like after I've been doing it all week with little kids, I'm like, eh, I don't know. It just makes, almost makes me miss real happy hour more. But yeah. It's still a good idea. I don't, I'm going to marinate on that one. But what I wanted to ask you is, where am I supposed to look when I'm on a Zoom with somebody? I never, I feel like I can't get over it and I can't look like a normal person because I don't know if I should be looking at the camera or looking at the person. You're supposed to look at the damn camera. Um, you know, you're a little. But then you can't see the, like that, that's I weird. Know. And then I the know. person's like in my peripheral vision and I'm like, what is happening? You know, the little, um, you have like a little googly eye gremlin thing, don't you? Or maybe yes. we're, yeah. Um, you're supposed to put that up where the camera is and look at those eyes. And that's what I've heard. All I do is look at myself and other people. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I try to look at the camera, but then I'm always like my I have like wandering eyes where I'm like, I just want to look at the person I'm talking to. And then they're not always looking at the camera because they're not looking at me. Right. I don't know. Okay. I mean, here's what so I'm going to go awkward. ahead. I'm going to go ahead and me. chalk that one up to 2020. OK. All right. I just am like, ugh, I shy away from it. And then also like for the podcast, I don't use Zoom, which some people are like, oh, you should do that. But I feel like I'll my podcast will suffer because I'll be in my head yes. <laughs> worried so, about where I'm looking, I what think, I'm doing. I think your podcast will suffer because you'll be in your head and looking places. And also the sound quality on Zoom is way um, less than on Zencaster, which is what you use. So okay. people give me crap about it too, but you got to ignore the crap people are giving you when you know you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. And also, I guess, again, I already called myself old, but like, oh, I didn't. I called myself an old soul. But I mean, I feel like I just picture um, like a tele, a, a, you know, an old timey telephone, not a cell phone. But I'm like, why can't we just act like we're talking on the phone? Why do people think it's so weird that I'm not zooming them? I don't understand. Trust me. When someone and I also don't understand now we're kind of a little off topic, but I don't understand how like new kid, kids these days like to just FaceTime all the time. Oh, see, like I don't know Team about Mom this. Like on Teen Mom 2, they're always FaceTiming. And I'm I like, I don't know Ew. about this. But um, like, okay, on back, I'll bring us back yes, on the Zoom thank thing. You. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you know, that. people do like, like, uh, reach out to me a lot to network and they, you know, they'll do it through email and stuff. And they're like, let's have a quick Zoom call. And I say no. I'm like, you know what? I'll do a phone call, but I'm not going to meet every single person and their mother on Zoom because it doesn't fulfill me. Like it, it actually drains me a lot. Like this is very energizing for me to just have our voices. But when I'm sitting there on Zoom all day, I'm spent by the end of the day. So I think it's really important in this networking and and connecting with others virtually that you're clear on what your boundaries are and you don't have to let other people like trample those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. If we want to talk on the phone, we can talk on the phone. That's right. I love that. I'm putting one down for myself. <laughs> Bring, oh, there you go. <laughs> I was like, what? What? There's nothing wrong with anything you just said. Oh, you love it. Okay, good. Um, yeah, bring back the phone calls, people. 
Yeah. And that's actually one of my like, um, you know, I know you're going to give your audience the sheet, but that's like one of my tips is there's something called the dark social. And um, that includes anything from text messages to direct messaging, emails, Voxer, WhatsApp, Slack. Um, and those are all like off social media I mean, some of them use social media platforms, but they're all like off social media in the face of everyone. And they're really an incredible way to build relationships with people. Like I have a friend that I met, I think a year and a half ago now, and I would consider her 100% my best friend. And we have built our, I mean, we have seen each other in person many, many times, but we have built a really, really strong relationship because we literally talk on messenger like a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, yeah. yeah. And Voxer. Voxer's cool. I, I can't, love Voxer. I, I'm like not, I want to get into it more. And I feel like I keep like not having it and then having it and then not having it and having it. But I, it's, it's way better. I mean, I guess if I have to choose between Zoom or Voxer, like Voxer 100%. Uh, yeah. So I need to get, back into that have you have you ever done marco polo we're talking about video so maybe that's not your favorite oh no but i love marco polo with certain people and i have a friend that like marco polos me in her shower i mean i don't see anything but she just like <laughs> sticks it on the edge of the shower and marco polos i love see so that's you know that's i'm like a i'm not a super extrovert i'm kind of not an introvert either but i really like those one-to-one -one connections with people and that's kind of you know, to your point of the OGs, that's how I build my OGs, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. So well, I think that's funny. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say those tools can be really, really powerful. Yeah. And I'm thinking back to your party analogy, like I'm the host of the party, but you know what? Sometimes I do at a party and it's not a very good habit, but sometimes I'll find myself like sectioning off with like one person. Like I'm, I'm very much like, I like having lots of friends, but I also really love a one-on-one -on -one hang so maybe that's why I'm also drawn to more of a phone call than a Zoom happy hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like when have you ever been to a party and you stood up in front and you were like, hey, everyone, let's have a conversation. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. All right. I feel like I feel excited. I'm like, OK, I got to go. I got to go get on my Facebook. I've been ignoring those ladies. I got to go get on there. Just kidding. We're hanging up now. No, we're not. Uh, what What did we miss? Did we miss anything? Um, I guess I'll just, you know, since we're on the topic of your group, yeah. I think what I would do is think of some of the pain points that people in your group have and then brainstorm some like questions that help to pull out those pain points, you know, and for somebody like, it, let's say you don't have a Facebook group and you're just trying to grow your business, um, you can sit down and think of some of the pain points that your clients and customers have and use those exact pain points when you're asking questions of your audience and when you're marketing yourself. Like basically, you want people that have the same issues to see themselves in your words. And so I guess that's, you know, it's really just about like getting to the heart of the people and what the people want. <laughs> <laughs> give the people what they want well and I always feel like I'm behind like I'm always like oh I haven't done this I haven't done this I need to hurry up I need to hurry up and post which makes me just do random things and what I'm hearing you say is like really sit down and think about like what is the point of this group reverse engineer like where am I trying to get them like how like what are the problems we're solving like I need to maybe I am excited to jump in there and get get to work but I need to maybe spend some time really thinking about like what is the work that I want to do in that group so that I can be a little more mindful about how I'm engaging and what 
what I want the point to be. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. And and I don't know if you're in my group, but you are welcome to use it as like a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I might be, but if I'm not, I'm definitely getting in there and watch you in action because I feel like you have some really good tips to get me started. Because I feel like I've tried to do things and uh, sort of replicate things, but I think the main thing I'm taking away from today is that I need to just sit down for a second and figure out what do what do I want my group to be and how do I like to communicate and what, you know, like really do some, it's not really like a formulaic thing I can follow somebody else's plan. I'm sure there is like, t- trust me, I'm no guru on this. I'm sure there is, but I, I, you are a very genuine and authentic person. The whole parameters of your business is imperfectionism and just being yourself. So that's what I would love to see you embrace, you know, yeah. in in the way that you interact, however you interact on social media, podcasts, everything that we put out should really reflect who either we are or who our brands are, you know, because we said at the beginning, otherwise, it's just smelly. <laughs> yes, we all stinky. Yes. All right. Well, okay, you sort of hinted at the fact that we are going to share in the show notes this awesome resource. Tell Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes. So I put together like a little how to network your socks off even in the pandemic. As I said at the, at the beginning, um, I have probably networked more than ever during this time and I don't exhaust myself from it. I set time aside and I am very intentional about it. Um, so if you want to get that, it is going to be on shebuiltthis.org. And there's a little spot on there that says built by She Built This members and it's in there. But I know you're going to probably have a link to it. I'll link it. I'll link it in the show notes. I still feel cool saying that. So yes, I'll totally put it in the show notes. And then where, where can we find you online? Like speaking of networking and being social, where do we go to hang out with you more? Yeah, so I think um, I think the best place is the She Built This website, which is www.shebuiltthis.org. And if people ever, you know, want to contact me directly, they can visit my website, which is www.emilyaborn.org. But, oh, sorry, .com. But they're all going to kind of get you to the same place. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, okay, we know this is a party, the imperfect party. And obviously – we're wasted because I keep saying I love everything. Yeah, so, we have five drinks in us. Yes. So I want to know, what's your favorite cocktail? What are you drinking? Okay. I mean, maybe not literally right now, but later not, you're going to owe me five drinks. So what's that cocktail? What's that going to be? Okay. So I love dirty martinis, yes. but my tolerance level for such things like <laughs> has gone way down and I can't sleep if I have anything other than red wine. So I think I'm just going to have to say red wine, which is super boring. But I want it to go on record. The dirty martini is actually my choice. <laughs> <laughs> dirty martini. So do you like it really dirty or just a little bit dirty? Like are you just, really into the Just a little. No? I love olives, but just a little dirty. You know, fun fact, when I was a waitress, I used to go out every single night and have a martini and like half a beer with it after work. That was like my, that was like my after work combo. (laughs) What a weird combo. You're like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little bit of a fancy lady and then I'm just going to follow it up with just a little half of a beer. Just a half. Just a half. Oh my gosh. I almost said I love it, but... I'll just say that's hilarious. Instead. Um, I, I don't know if I know your cocktail of choice at a party. 
Ugh, okay, so I really like drinking, so it's a little hard for me to nail it down. But, um, like, I went through a phase where you're saying red wine's lame, but I went through a Pinot Grigio phase, like, like I was Ramona on The Real Housewives. Like, I needed it every time, every place I went. But I've kind of gone out of that. But I think just a real classic one for me is just a whiskey and Coke. And then I'm also cheap, and they're usually, like, I'll drink a house whiskey. That's fine with a little Coke. So then it's, like, on happy hour sale. That's fun. I'm trying to think of what what that is because you said I was a little classy and a little. <laughs> oh, I know. What am I like a country singer and a yes, <laughs> yes, you are a country singer. <laughs> yes, yeah, but you know, I do like to um sometimes also ask for a cherry in the whiskey and coke, so I feel like it's a little bit more of a little something something like a maraschino. Yeah, it's a nice mm-hmm. touch. Yeah, just keeping it. Keeping it a little girly on top. so um, A little healthy, you know? Put some yeah, fruit put in there. fruit in there. No big deal. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I am really excited about – I really am not kidding. I'm, like, going to open up Facebook when I get off here. But I guess I'm supposed to do a little soul searching first, so maybe I should cool out. I'll go on Facebook and join your group and spy on you, then do my soul searching, and then grow my group. That's love, my plan. Love the action steps. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. This was too fun, Yay! honestly. Yeah. Same, 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 same. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. bye, girl. All right. So I think the more I work through my weird feelings about making friends on the internet, the more excited I get about it. I think that Emily hit the nail right on the head when she talks about moving the conversation offline too. Voxer, Marco Polo, and a good old-fashioned phone call are always really great ways that you can solidify the friendships you start to make with people you meet online and make it real. Take it out of the comments, y'all. Get real. Okay, your next step is to grab Emily's worksheet and really think about which ideas resonate with you, setting those boundaries, figuring out how you want to communicate with other people, and then really making it happen. Like Emily said, spend some time thinking about what makes you feel energized and what makes sense for your life. Make some friends, y'all. Also, one thing I'm going to do is really think about reverse engineering what I want for my Facebook group. I love that analogy when it's like a party at my house that I'm hosting. What are my snacks going to be? What are the decorations going to be? Who's coming? Who am I inviting? What's the vibe? What do I envision for my Facebook group? And then figure out how to get it there. I got to get to work. Sounds like work. Sounds like fun work, but it sounds like work. To grab Emily's worksheet and any other links from today's episode, check out the show notes at deannaseymour.com backslash 10. Whoop, whoop, double digits. (laughs) See you next time. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And... You'll get an official Imperfect Party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember, the beauty's in the imperfections.